is here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. I also want to thank all of the legal analysts who obviously listen to this program and can't get enough of it. Mediocreite, media doesn't matter, all the other reprobates out there. What if Hunter Biden is indicted, which he has been? All the talk today. It's good you're here, folks. Hear it from the constitutionalist mouth. You don't need to hear it from all the has-beens and wannabes. Seriously. One of Hunter Biden, he's been indicted now. If he's convicted, would his father pardon him? Wouldn't that destroy him politically? Okay, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but I do want to address this. Because, of course, as usual, the chorus line misses the point. First, eight evenings ago, I was on Hannity. What happened that day is this very same David Weiss, the so-called prosecutor, announced under the Speedy Trial Act, the judge, that they were likely to bring charges likely related to the gun violations by Hunter Biden. Now you're hearing all day long from the legal analysts, oh, look at this. This guy writes all the time in National Review. And what are they saying? What is Chairman Comer saying? What are they all saying? They're saying what I told you eight nights ago. Here it is. September 6th, Hannity Show, cut one, go. First of all, Sean, on this indictment, the ruse is obvious. I think you're close to it, which is indict him on the gun charge. He may actually get off with this diversion, but get off or not. It's the one charge they can bring that if they have a trial, they won't bring in Papa Bear. If he's indicted on a tax issue, if he's indicted on Farah, you could bring Biden in as a co-conspirator. You can bring him in in other ways. You can open up an entire line of questioning. Uh, 
involving Joe Biden. On the gun matter, it's very narrow. It's very compartmentalized. So it does not affect Joe Biden directly. So that's the ruse that's taking place here. Wow. Holy mackerel. You know, other than 14 and a half million of you folks through the course of a week, other than you, you know I've said this. If you listen to radio all day and watch TV all day, you wouldn't have known I said this. It's a, wow, really? So all day long, this is what I'm watching and hearing, and I'm laughing. I'm literally laughing. They happen to be right. They're only eight days late. That's okay. That's okay. Now we get the latest from the experts, the legal analysts. Can Joe Biden pardon his son? Of course Joe Biden can pardon his son. But if he pardons his son, it will destroy his electoral chances. Do you hear this one all day, Mr. Producer? It'll destroy his electoral chances. No, it won't. Why? Because he can wait till after the election to pardon his son. Why? Because his son's lawyer happens to be one of the best defense lawyers, Abby Lowell. And Abby Lowell's already said the diversion agreement is a deal that sticks. That's number one ground for appeal. Number two ground, he's raised a number of constitutional issues. Frivolous or not, they have to be heard. Who are they heard by? They'll be heard by the appellate court. That takes a little bit of time. And how much you want to bet, even if Hunter's convicted, well, they're going to stay any sentencing until he gets his appeal heard and adjudicated. So I'm betting there won't be any need for a pardon if Joe Biden is the nominee and is running for president as a Democrat. So it's a stupid question with stupid answers. Just as when I was asked about Oh, what, what this prosecutors are, they, you know, Hunter Biden, they're really, they're really honing in now, mister. They're really going to get up. They're going to get Joe. I said, no, they're not. Not on this. They might, but not on this. Because this has nothing to do with Joe. Eight days later, ad nauseum, you hear, over and over. It's like, okay, I've heard enough. I've, I've heard this already. That's enough already. Here's another point I wanted to raise with you. Now think about this. Don't the Republicans want to run against Joe Biden? Isn't he the easiest candidate to defeat? Look at him. He's a mess. Can't debate. He can't talk. He shuffles around. He bounces into the walls. But even more than that, look at his record. It truly stinks. It's a disaster. Bidenomics does not work. Under these circumstances, I say Joe Biden won't get reelected. So why are some of the commentators, conservatives, Republicans, others, why are they so excited that, well, maybe Joe won't, he won't run because David Ignatius, who? David Ignatius, who? David Ignatius at the Washington Post, for God's sakes. He says... We got to 
push Joe out. Joe, look in the mirror, he says. I want to thank you for the grave damage you've done to the nation. From sea to shining sea and beyond. I want to thank you for that, writes Ignatius, whose name should really be obnoxious, but that's okay. But Joe, you got to step aside because you're not going to win. And by the way, take your sidekick with you. Ooh, is David Ignatius a racist? Misogynist? Well, regardless, David Ignatius says so, it must be true, and so they regurgitate this all day yesterday. They regurgitate this. My attitude is so different from the rest of these people. Go forward with the impeachment inquiry. Expand it to include true high crimes and misdemeanors beyond the enormous evidence of financial abuse. Beyond it. We talked about this yesterday. We talked about what high crimes and misdemeanors meant to the framers of the Constitution. What it meant to various delegates who went to the Constitutional Convention and what they said during their various state conventions, ratification conventions. It doesn't mean, hey, can you show that Joe Biden got one nickel, just one damn penny? You don't have to. You don't have to. As we discussed at length yesterday, an open southern border where people pour across and commit crimes, where fentanyl and other deadly drugs come across the border and murder, kill our people, and on and on and on, those are the intentional acts, that is the open border, the consequences of which is mass destruction, war on the American citizenry. That's an impeachable offense. Joe Biden defying, circumventing Supreme Court decisions. That's an impeachable offense. And so forth. So you expand your investigation to include what the framers intended as well by high crimes and misdemeanors. You're going to hear all these low IQ frauds on the constipated news network and over at MSLSD going... There's no evidence. Not one centile that Joe took a penny. Well, maybe there's a lot of evidence. There's a massive cover-up going on. But it doesn't matter. Just like these handgun charges, they don't matter in terms of our governance. Do they? And so you have your impeachment inquiry. Well, Mark, he'll never be convicted in the Senate. So what? As I explained before, and another backbencher picked up on this, it's okay, look, I'm here to educate. We've had three presidential, three presidents impeached, one twice, and not once was there a financial matter. Not once. Doesn't mean there can't be, but impeachment doesn't follow the criminal code. I mean, there could be a crime committed that is impeachable, no question about that. But that's not the bounds of the impeachment clause. Matter of fact, it's more grievous if you do exactly what Joe Biden's been doing. Destroying separation of powers. Destroying the independence of the Supreme Court. 
destroying our immigration laws, causing widespread crime within the country, widespread death within the country with fentanyl and other drugs, the direct consequences of his decisions. And these aren't just mere policy differences. The man is part of a revolution, right? And then, of course, when they look into this, they need to look into what the Justice Department's been doing, what the FBI's been doing, and the whole smorgasbord of impeachable offenses. I won't bother telling you you heard it here first and so forth. It doesn't matter. I've just decided. You know, Rush used to tell me how frustrating it was that people would steal his stuff. And so he started, you'll notice, putting sort of a background marker, particular kind of noise on things he would say. And he did it, not because he knew it would work. He did it to try and tell people, you know, figure out your own ideas. Use your own thoughts. Use your own head. I am similarly frustrated. But you know what? I shouldn't be. It's been going on a long, long time. Long, long time. Now, Nancy Pelosi, October 15, 2019. You know, they're making a lot. Even saw one of the legal analysts up there saying, you know, it's interesting. You know, uh, the position of the United States Department of Justice under Trump was... Unless the full house votes on a, on the a, uh, impeachment inquiry, it's not constitutionally legitimate. Okay, fine. The Department of Justice doesn't get to decide for the House of Representatives what's constitutionally legitimate. They have their own power under the Constitution. I'm just saying, nice try, but that's not true. Nancy Pelosi broke that precedent. She broke that tradition. It's not constitutionally compelled, but she broke it. Because she was in a hurry to, to hang Trump from a telephone pole. Now we know for a matter of fact that that's what she did. Now later on she would go ahead and take the vote. But so what? In order to open an impeachment inquiry, she basically issued a fiat. And Kevin McCarthy on this program pointed out yesterday, she set the precedent. And he's right. You have to fight fire with fire, you're going to get burned otherwise. The Republicans play by the rules. They're not even the rules. By phony rules. And the Democrats are there throwing political Molotov cocktails. I'm sick and tired of it. So good for McCarthy. But here's Nancy Pelosi lying through her dentures. Cut three, go. As the distinguished chairman said, uh, there's no requirement that we have a vote. And so we... Who's the distinguished chairman? That slob, uh, what's his name? Adam Schiff. He's distinguished. Is it reprobate? Start from the top, please. Go ahead. As the distinguished chairman said, uh, there's no requirement that we have a vote. And so we, at this time, we will not be having a vote. And I'm very pleased with the thoughtfulness of our caucus in terms of being supportive of the path uh, that we are on in terms of fairness. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. By the way, have you noticed, Mr. B, her face is dripping? Her face is dripping. Too many facelifts. And they tie that skin behind their head, you know? It's coming loose. Somebody needs to tighten it up. Like a Boy Scout. They know how to do those knots. I'll be right back. (laughs) 
Mark Lovin. You know what helps me sleep well at night? Physical gold. I'm concerned about what the Biden administration is doing, and I've decided to learn more about gold IRAs to help me diversify. Did you know you can buy gold for your IRA or 401k? Gold can't be tracked like digital currency. No one has to know what you're buying, and there's no way to print more. My best resource for gold IRAs is Augusta Precious Metals. Their track record is no less than phenomenal. Learn why thousands of Americans are getting gold IRAs as part of the retirement portfolios, and you need to contact Augusta Precious Metals and get their free guide. I'm serious. Text LEVIN to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. LEVIN to 68592 or go to AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. By the way, before I forget, tomorrow evening begins the Rosh Hashanah New Year for Jewish people like me. And so I want to wish my fellow Jews and Jewish people everywhere a Happy New Year starting tomorrow. And by the way, everybody can celebrate, you know. Now, just to repeat, Nancy Pelosi, October 15, 2019. Cut three, go. As the distinguished chairman said, uh, there's no requirement that we have a vote. And so we, at this time, we will not be having a vote. And I'm very pleased with the thoughtfulness of our caucus in terms of being supportive of the path uh, that we are on in terms ah, of... Shut chairman. up, you mumbling buffoon. <laughs> oh, and they praised her. Remember when she was speaker? Oh, my God. We've never seen anything like her. She's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yes, the dragon lady with the iron fist. Fascistic in so many ways was unbelievable. Okay, that's the marker. October 15, 2019. She says she was told by the distinguished reprobate, Adam Smith, there's no requirement that we have a vote, and so at this time we will not be having a vote. Now, what did she say today in the morning schmo show? Well, I'll let you know in a minute. We'll be right back. You know what helps me sleep well at night? Physical gold. I'm concerned about what the Biden administration is doing, and I've decided to learn more about gold IRAs to help me diversify. Did you know you can buy gold for your IRA or 401k? Gold can't be tracked like digital currency. No one has to know what you're buying, and there's no way to print more. My best resource for gold IRAs is Augusta Precious Metals. Their track record is no less than phenomenal. Learn why thousands of Americans are getting gold IRAs as part of the retirement portfolios, and you need to contact Augusta Precious Metals and get their free guide. I'm serious. Text LEVIN to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. LEVIN to 68592 or go to AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. 
When Mark Levin was a kid, his teachers didn't like his snide sense of humor. Today, they still don't like it. Call Mark Levin now at 877-381-3811. There's no requirement that we have a vote, and so at this time, we will not be having a vote. That would be on impeachment. That would be Broomhilda. Excuse me. Nancy Pelosi, October 15, 2019. Now, here she is on the morning schmo show, knowing full well that she will not be pressed. No. She's asked by Willie Geist. Willie Geist is better than uh, Scarborough. Scarborough has to be one of the dumbest people, not just on TV, period. Mr. Deliverance, the banjo playing little kid on the bridge and I think that's why Colby Hall over at Mediocreite is so attracted to the morning schmo and Mrs. Schmo so obsessed with them I get people keep sending me stuff on this guy Colby Hall who's the senior editor the editor in chief the managing editor and all around schmo over there at Mediaite. he's proud of it too He says, Mr. Producer, according to what was sent to me, unless somebody made it up, that I am edging to be on Mediate more often. Is that what it is, Colby? You realize what a nut you are? Colby. Colby. Mama's calling Colby. Nonetheless. Here it goes. Cut four. Go. Speaker McCarthy made the argument the other day that, well, Nancy Pelosi set this precedent. She waited a long time to have a vote on the first impeachment of Donald Trump. You did hold a vote, we should add. But he said you made the rules and he's just following. Hey, them yeah, now. Willie, why don't you add that initially she did not hold a vote? She did hold a vote, we shall add. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I know you have the stiff in front of you. And the stiff Nancy Pelosi you know, you gotta, you gotta give her the talking points too, so she, she doesn't screw up. Go ahead. Holding this initial vote for an impeachment inquiry, what do you say to that? I say that that's hogwash. I mean, it's ridiculous, and I don't know why the press keeps repeating it. The I fact- don't know why the press keeps repeating this. I have them in my back pocket, you know. I don't know why they keep repeating this. The truth. The press. We own the press. You know this Willy Geist. Willy Geist. Of the famous Willy Geist. Uh, High Wire Act. Nonetheless, that's hogwash, she says, America. Now, why would she say that? I'll tell you why. Because the hard left Democrats lie and lie and lie on small things and big, and it doesn't matter to them. It doesn't matter to them. That's why. And so this this argument's taken up by some legal analysts. Say, you know, the Department of Justice said, you know, unless the House votes and pull, you know. But Nancy broke the glass ceiling on that one too. She breaks glass all the time. She changed the rules on the fly. I mean, she actually led an impeachment against Donald Trump. Not an impeachment inquiry, an impeachment. Without an inquiry, without a hearing, without evidence, 
And they voted that he's to be impeached for leading an insurrection and sedition on January 6th. Wow, that's, that's pretty tough. And of course, she had her January 6th commission set up like an old Soviet-style, you know, joke of a court who uh, did her bidding for her. By the way, does anybody know where Adam Kingsinger is? Anybody know what insane asylum that guy's in? Well, here he is on CNN yesterday with Anderson Cooper. And you know, you can see where all the malcontents go. They go to CNN and MSNBC, one of the Sunday shows on the network. That's where they wind up. It's where they're welcome. This is where Chris Christie goes. Chris Christie is more comfortable... More comfortable being on CNN and MSNBC than coming on this program where I can take them on. Mr. Tough Guy. Mr. Tough Guy. Cut 13. Go. Congressman Kinzinger, I referred to uh, David Ignatius's Washington Post. Wait a minute. Who? David Ignatius? His Washington Post piece? This guy, David Ignatius. In Washington, D.C. He must be so thrilled with himself. And all he does is regurgitate crap that's handed to him. That's all he does. He's not a serious person. That's all he... Here, David, can you regurgitate this? Yes, of course. David, can you... Of course. Of course, Hillary. Of course, Comey. Of course, Obama. Of course, Biden. Oh, man, this guy's unbelievable. Unbelievable. So there's Anderson Cooper, whose greatest accomplishment was to interview Stormy Daniels. That was this guy, and I kept watching the guy's eyes. You know where they went. This guy, Anderson Cooper, unbelievable. All right, go ahead. Speaker uh, Pelosi, Ignatius, arguing that President Biden should not run again. He said, I think Biden risks undoing his greatest achievement, which was stopping Trump. Do you oh, think- the greatest achievement was stopping Trump and destroying the rest of the country. But hey, it's time for him to go. He's too old. And then there's Scarborough yesterday saying, everybody I talk to. Sounds like a real goober. Everybody I talk to tell not 99.9%, 100%. And talking about goobers, this guy, James Carville. They can drag this guy out from under a rock all the time. Or the raging Cajun. No. The low IQ p- a buffoon is what he is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Trump again? Yeah, he can. I mean, it is a risk, and it's it's a, a risk that and a decision that my Democratic friends have to make um, because if you have a, I don't mean this pejoratively, but kind of a McConnell moment where he freezes or seems to be thinking. I don't slow. mean it pejoratively. No, no. I mean it in all earnestness. If you have a McConnell moment, you know, you're staring at the sky for 35 seconds. But I don't look, I don't mean it as a shot. No, it's not an attack. It's just it's uh, it just is what it is. You know, he doesn't say a Fetterman moment. He doesn't say a Biden moment. He doesn't say a Feinstein moment. It's a McConnell moment for him. Because he knows he's on CNN. Get in line. Go ahead. That is going to be the number one issue Republicans run on. I mean, you already hear, you know, some presidential candidates saying 
Uh, it's really a, a run against Kamala Harris. And so I, I do think it's a risk Democrats take. But I don't want to take away from the fact that, look, I, I may disagree with Joe Biden on a lot of issues, but he has been quite effective. I mean, he there has you really- go, America. There you go. King is your Joe Biden's been quite effective. No, he's been destructive, you moron, not effective. Unless you mean effective in his destruction, but you don't mean that. What I've noticed is these anti-Trumpers, never-Trumpers, these rhinos, Republican establishment types, non-conservatives, they don't just criticize us. They praise the other side. They praise them. You know, Joe's really been quite effective at what? Well, training the strategic reserve. What else? Destroying the border. Well, there's anarchy. Very, very constructive. Massive deficit spending leading to massive inflation, massive interest rates. Oh, he's been very effective, America. Oh, yes. Passing the CHIPS Act. He says, I was the only Republican to vote for this. Well, then, my God. Let's forget about all that. He passed the CHIPS Act? Well, the CHIPS Act. What would we do without Kingsgear? Look, I was the only Republican, I mean Republican, to vote for that, you know. Go ahead. Do you think about passing the CHIPS Act, which I think I was the only Republican to actually vote for, is uh, infrastructure bill. Uh, I didn't vote for and didn't agree with the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, but that was still a big accomplishment on his end. A big accomplishment? It's a big accomplishment to pass a bill that was fraudulently named, that was a massive redistribution of wealth to the climate change. Um, It's not really an industry. The climate change ideologues destroying our energy independence and everything related to it. Hey, you know, that was a great accomplishment right there. I'll tell you what. I didn't agree with it. That was a great accomplishment. Go ahead. Look at the bipartisan achievements. He has a lot to brag about. The problem what bipartisan right achievements? The one bipartisan achievement he has all to brag about, to brag all over the place, was when Mitch McConnell and 16 or 17 other rhinos voted with him for a $1 trillion infrastructure bill to precede the other multi-trillion dollar so-called infrastructure bill. You remember that, Mr. Producer? Among others, Lindsay. Lindsay was one of them, but he wasn't alone. All the usual rhinos voted for it. That's their bipartisanship. Go ahead. Anderson, if I was a Democratic strategist, is saying we have to get that message out. Listen, we have to get the message out. The fantastic accomplishments of the Democrats. This is Kingsinger, you see. Kingsinger first ran for the Republican primary in a little district outside of Chicago, suburban district, bedroom community, as a Tea Party candidate. Like this clown Walsh, this a-hole Walsh who's all over the place grifting left and right. Walsh was thrown out because the Tea Party couldn't stand him. Kingsinger was challenged, and the Tea Party turned on him because he turned out to be a Boehner rhino. They couldn't get him out. The district was changed by the legislature. He's always owed the Democrats and the legislature. And now you see, 
Another former so-called Tea Party type. And they're out there talking about integrity and character and the rest of it, you know, and how great Biden really is. I guess he didn't read the piece by David Ignatius, Mr. Producer. David Ignatius. David Ignatius. Did David Ignatius chisel his column in granite tablets? I mean, we have all kinds of holidays coming up. Shouldn't we be reading from the pulpit, from the works of David Ignatius? Who? David Ignatius. Who? David Ignatius. How do you spell that? D-A-V. I know the last. I have no idea. But he spoke. And we will repeat it over and over and over again. It's unbelievable. David Ignatius. And he says, Biden's too old. He should step aside and let somebody else run. Now, ladies and gentlemen, truth, everybody's been saying that. Except me. I want Biden to run. He's not too old. He's senile. Just because you're old doesn't mean you're senile. He's old and senile. Old, senile, and corrupt. Old, senile, corrupt, and a Manchurian president. Now, that's a lot. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You know what helps me sleep well at night? Physical gold. I'm concerned about what the Biden administration is doing, and I've decided to learn more about gold IRAs to help me diversify. Did you know you can buy gold for your IRA or 401k? Gold can't be tracked like digital currency. No one has to know what you're buying, and there's no way to print more. My best resource for gold IRAs is Augusta Precious Metals. Their track record is no less than phenomenal. Learn why thousands of Americans are getting gold IRAs as part of the retirement portfolios, and you need to contact Augusta Precious Metals and get their free guide. I'm serious. Text LEVIN to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. LEVIN to 68592 or go to AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Did I read somewhere, Mr. Producer, that Marco Rubio is opposed to an impeachment inquiry? Can you check that out for me? I don't want to besmirch him. I want to know if that's accurate. We haven't heard about from Marco in a long time. When he has a book, usually we, we bring him on the program at his request. Otherwise, we don't hear much from him. I don't know why. You folks in the Tea Party are responsible for him being in the United States Senate, quite frankly. I've always gotten along with him. I like Marco. I do. I really do. What's not to like? But this would be very interesting, wouldn't it? I don't know. I can't listen. And his last book was great, talking about Marxism, something I've been talking about a lot. And here we're in the middle of a revolution that is sort of Marxism light, this, this revolution, American Marxism. And the man who's led it, uh, has done great, great violence to our society and to our culture. 
seems to fit to me squarely within the terms of high crimes and misdemeanors, and I can explain it to the slow listeners who are legal analysts, self-described, if they'd like. But that would surprise me. So what did he say? Impeachments can't be routine. Did somebody say they should be? Impeachments can't be routine. Got that. Well, you in or out on this this uh, impeachment inquiry? He doesn't say. Okay. Well, there's a lot of solid, well, not a lot of solid Republican senators. There's very few of them. But the solid Republican senators have been saying, yes, of course. Like our buddy Ted Cruz, among others. The fact that Hunter Biden is indicted on gun charges is really not relevant to too much. And so be very careful out there when you hear people chasing their tails or watch them chasing their tails or chasing cars. Uh, The issue is Joe Biden. Hunter Biden's a front guy. And as we've discussed here a thousand times, not only is this indictment a ruse, not only is this special counsel a fraud and a phony, like the Department of Justice, who tells them what to do. But as we also discussed months and months ago, statute of limitations has run on a number of these charges. Intentionally so. Intentionally so. So this is thorough and complete corruption. What you're watching in this Hunter Biden case now is a fan dance. A fan dance. And they will not put Joe Biden in the position of having to pardon anybody. Certainly not his son, for the reasons I said. If he's convicted, there'll be an appeal. There'll be a stay of any sentence. And that will take it past the election. Now, that doesn't mean they don't want to take out Biden. At this point, they may well want to take out Biden. But I don't know what Republicans are cheering about. He'd be the best candidate for us to run against. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. It be me, Mark Levin. How are you? Our number, 877-381-3811, They keep referring to this phony special counsel, this uh, U.S. attorney from Wilmington as a Trump appointee. You notice that, America? You notice that, Mr. Producer? All the time to justify his actions. So why do they keep attacking constitutionalist judges that are appointed by Trump. So in other words, this one guy appointed by Trump is a good guy. Because he's a bad guy. But anybody else appointed by Trump is a bad guy because they're appointed by Trump. 
This is the nature of the propagandists in the Democrat Party. Now, I want to remind you, we're very excited. We're not only doing a Sunday show now, we're doing a Saturday show now. 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time. I don't know all the other times. So there you go. Starting Saturday night, and then our second show Sunday night. We call that two shows in a row. Now, it's the same format some people have said to me. Why don't you do format for one show? Format for, well, why would I do that? Do people do that when they have shows five nights a week? You know, this night, Monday, we're doing this format. No. Plus, you won't like that. You like the format, the long-form interview, where we don't have a conga line of guests. We have particularly good guests. And what I want to encourage you to do right now is set your record on your DVR. Many of you have it for Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern or whatever the time is where you are when the show is aired. Now I'd like you to add Saturday night. Because you might forget. Because the promotions aren't exactly robust. So you might want to check that out. Saturday night, Sunday night. Plus, the benefit of that also is if you want to watch college football or professional football or you're just not around, you have it. And it's the substance of the show that is important. And when you stop watching it, I'm going to stop doing it. Because, again, it's another area we put in an enormous amount of thought and effort and work. But it's the mission that matters to me. And so our blockbuster show on Saturday, our inaugural show, is for really smart people. Our first guest is Dr. Thomas Saul, who isn't doing any other interviews. Dr. Saul's office specifically asked if I would interview him. What a tremendous honor. That's number one. Followed by Victor Davis Hanson. Now, it's not, not a smart show or what? Thomas Sowell, Victor Davis Hanson for our inaugural show on Saturday. Even now, some people say, well, you know, no politician, what are you going to do? You know, no strippers. No, no, I don't do that. I don't care about that. Sunday night, a massive show, 8 p.m. Eastern time and all the other times around the country. I'm going to personally dig into my book, The Democrat Party Hates America. Just so you understand, I am forbidden from exposing too much of the contents of the book until it's released. I've probably done more than anybody else, read from it, give you other pieces of it and so forth. But I'm really not supposed to. But so what? I want to. I want you to know what you're buying. I want you to know what you can expect, what you can anticipate. Money is hard to come by these days. And so the first two-thirds or three-fourths of the program Sunday, I will get into discussing, discussing the book in ways I haven't done it yet. And my guest is a fantastic guest, Stephen Miller, American First Legal. So it'll be me and it'll be Stephen Miller on Sunday. So I hope you will record those programs and... Tomorrow night, 
9 p.m. Eastern. Mr. Cable, quite frankly, Sean Hannity, for the full hour. Now, we've done this before with my other books, as I've done with Sean on my shows with his other books. People love it. The ratings go through the roof. We just have great chemistry. We're best friends, almost like brothers. Really like brothers. And Sean really digs into these books. He does a fantastic interview, and plus I enjoy giving my responses because he doesn't... He gives me the time to reply, let me put it that way. So, we've got a lot of exciting things going. So that's tomorrow night, Hannity. Saturday night, our inaugural program. Sunday night, there we are, Life, Liberty, and Levin. So I want to encourage you to participate, to get involved. And I think you're going to really enjoy it on top of everything else. Now, a reminder, because the time is here. The book comes out on Tuesday. The book comes out on Tuesday. You can go to Amazon.com and pre-order your copy, and it'll show up at your door on Tuesday. Or you can wait. But on Saturday, September 23rd, we're doing three book signings. That's it. Saturday, September 23rd at 10 a.m. Bookends in Ridgewood, New Jersey. Um, and I will sit there until all the books are signed, which is what I always do. Then when we're done in Ridgewood, New Jersey at Bookends, really one of our favorite bookstores, I'm going to head back to Virginia. So the next afternoon, Sunday, September 24th at 1 p.m., I will be at Barnes & Noble, Tyson's Corner, McLean, Virginia, another favorite spot of ours. And I want to make sure I'm there with plenty of time to sign all your books. It's right there at the mall. So you can have a meal, you can enjoy yourself, and get in line, and we can all say hi to each other. And by the way, Ridgewood, New Jersey, September 23rd, they have great restaurants in that town. It's a fantastic little town. It's a fantastic independent bookstore. Barnes & Noble has always been supportive of what we do. So there's that. And then finally... Saturday, October 21, the Reagan Presidential Foundation. Now, unfortunately, we have a sold-out auditorium. But there are still a few spots left, I am told. I checked yesterday from the muckety-mucks there. There's only a few spots left, as I understand it, from those who want to purchase a ticket. You are insured a book and a place in line. So we can meet and greet, and I can sign your book. It's obviously less expensive than the whole four or five hours there. And not only that, I like the way they do it, which is, and most of them do it this way now, you get a time frame. You know, you need to be here, and I'm giving an example, one thirty to 2.30, so you're not necessarily standing there for five hours. Although i got to tell you, people have met um, their wives and their husbands in these lives. I mean, before they were wives and husbands, Mr. Medusa. And they make dear, dear friends. So it's really an event. Every, every one of these, all three of these, they're really events. And they're really fantastic. So I hope you'll join us. And one of the things I'm hoping we're able to do, just because I'm competitive, is that we knock off this guy, Isaacson. 
I think his name is Walter Isaacson, a so-called historian who is one of the advisors to Joe Biden, who's sort of written this weird book about Elon Musk. Now, can I tell you a little secret? I could write books like that. Tom blue in the face for the rest of my life. Pick a subject, interview the person over and over again, interview his friends and family, you know, be a scribe, basically write stuff down, put a cover on it and sell it and then talk it up, gossip, give my opinion on that. Where does that get us? Nowhere. I also want to thank all the news platforms that have asked to speak to me about what I consider a very, very important subject. Oh, wait a minute. Not a single news platform is asked to interview me. Not one. But they mostly never do. Not one. But they mostly never do. And you want to know why, America? They don't like the title of the book, and they don't like the subject of the book. That's why it's very, very important that we promote the title of the book and the subject of the book because that's what's key. The Democrat Party doesn't get to hide anymore, not after Tuesday. And once you read this book, you'll see why. You'll see why there is just level after level after level a veneer to protect Franklin Roosevelt, who was a racist and a bigot and an anti-Semite and a socialist. You're going to get it all unvarnished. Joseph Kennedy Sr., Lyndon Johnson, Margaret Stanger, Woodrow Wilson, W.E.D. Du Bois, that's right, and more, and many more. The movement behind the so-called white dominant society attacks, you're going to learn all about it. You hear about it. Many of you are subjected to it. Even if you're not white, you're subjected to it. It's time to blow the lie off the roof of that, too, and I do it in a complete chapter. The war against family, nuclear family, where does that come from? Well, you know a little bit because we've talked about that. But now you'll know a ton. But you're going to know a whole lot of stuff. And the question is, who's behind all this? For the first time, a conservative, a constitutionalist, a serious writer, for the first time, takes on the evil empire, which is the Democrat Party. The Republican Party has a lot of problems. More quizzlings than you can count. Gutless wonders galore. People who would rather make deals with the Democrats than take them on. Many of them are just lazy. I honestly believe the Republican establishment today, the Republican elites, the Bushy types and their advisors and so forth would never have supported the election of Abraham Lincoln in 1860. Oh, you know what's going to happen to the purple areas of the country? And really, they're very, very extremists on the slavery issue. Can't we meet halfway? Can't we meet halfway? Can't we, can't we figure something out? You know, you know damn well I'm right. 
I also know that these same Republicans opposed Ronald Reagan. It took three tries for Ronald Reagan to be the nominee of the Republican Party. Two very aggressive efforts. And they did everything they could to stop him. And they were told over and over again, he can't win. Karl Rove and the Bushies told us he can't win. Mitch McConnell said he can't win. The Republican establishment in Washington did everything they could to stop him. The Chris Christie types, who now pretend they're Reaganites. He's never a Reaganite. He was Bush all the way, by the way. He was appointed to the Department of Justice. And if he had backed Reagan, he would not have been appointed to the Department of Justice because even after Reagan selected... Here's the dirty little secret. Even after Reagan picked George H.W. Bush as his running mate and helped him win his, his only term as president, the Bush people blew out all the Reagan people. They blew out all the Reagan people. James Baker blew out the Reagan people. Carl Rowe blew out the Reagan people. They all blew out the Reagan people. That's why I have somewhat of an animus. They didn't blow me out. I left. But this is why I have somewhat of an animus. Because if it wasn't for Reagan, there wouldn't have been a George H.W. Bush presidency. Kinder, gentler. So the Republican establishment has never supported conservatives. They destroyed the Goldwater campaign. Destroyed it. Not that Goldwater would win. Goldwater himself said he couldn't win after the assassination of Kennedy. He had prepared to run against Kennedy. So whoever the Democrat was was going to win. I, I agree with that. But the Republicans went after him. Republican governor of New York. The Republican governor of Pennsylvania. The Republican governor of Michigan. That would be Mitt Romney's daddy. Just as loathsome as Mitt. And many others. So when you hear the Sunu News and the Christies and others say, you know, that Reagan was great, they're full of crap. And of course, the hate for Trump. The hate for Trump goes well beyond anything that's reasonable or rational, particularly among Republicans. That's because the establishment, the Republican elites, they lose power under these men. They lose power. Now you might say, well, what power? They're in the minority. That's enough power for them. That's perfectly fine. They're lazy. They like to hold these positions. Now the Democrat Party, on the other hand, they want power and they intend to exercise it. And these fools in the Republican Party don't even understand that it's these Democrats who seek to destroy the Republican Party and become the monopoly party. Anyway... I've gone on a little bit here, but this will be extensively discussed during Hannity, tomorrow night, over the weekend, in the days and weeks ahead. And by the way, I want to thank all the affiliates who've worked with us to set up interviews, fantastic affiliates, some of the top podcasters, I want to thank them as well, Westwood One, Blaze, Others, I want to thank you all. You're just fantastic. Those conservative groups 
who are nervous, I would say this to you. You made a big mistake. We need as much help as we can to defeat this tyranny. And you need to do your part. It doesn't have to be with me, but you need to do your part. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Is your cell phone in desperate need of replacement? You know the signs, right? Short battery life, so you have to have a charger on hand. Cracked screen that gives you glass splinters. Ouch. It's time to put that old phone to rest and upgrade to a new 5G Samsung Galaxy from Pure Talk for free. Get a free 5G Samsung Galaxy with two-day battery life, edge-to-edge display, and ultra-strong Gorilla Glass. When you sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, text, and 15-gig data plan for just 35 bucks a month. Plus, it comes with mobile hotspot. Get all the data you could ever need for half the price of the big carriers on America's most dependable 5G network. Make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. Just dial pound 250 and say Mark Levin for your free, super durable 5G Samsung Galaxy when you switch to Pure Talk. Dial pound 250, say Mark Levin. Pure Talk, simply smarter wireless. I'm telling you, it's so frustrating how conservatives, Republicans, hosts, guests, writers, whatever, they seem to be wanting to preemptively do for the Democrats what the Democrats would like to do for themselves, and that is get rid of Biden. Biden is the easiest candidate for us to defeat, and he's not running the country. This Politburo is. So even if they manage to remove him prior to the election, the Politburo is still there. That's number one. Number two, Mark, Mark, what about, what about an impeachment and green impeachment? What about it? No president's ever been removed by a vote of the Senate. The point of impeachment today really isn't even to remove a president. It's to expose him or her to the electorate. I'll be right back. Is your cell phone in desperate need of replacement? You know the signs, right? Short battery life, so you have to have a charger on hand. Cracked screen that gives you glass splinters. Ouch. It's time to put that old phone to rest and upgrade to a new 5G Samsung Galaxy from Pure Talk for free. Get a free 5G Samsung Galaxy with two-day battery life, edge-to-edge display, and ultra-strong Gorilla Glass. When you sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, text, and 15-gig data plan for just 35 bucks a month. Plus, it comes with mobile hotspot. Get all the data you could ever need for half the price of the big carriers on America's most dependable 5G network. Make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. Just dial pound 250 and say Mark Levin for your free, super durable 5G Samsung Galaxy when you switch to Pure Talk. Dial pound 250, say Mark Levin. Pure Talk, simply smarter wireless. Mark Levin, the thunder on the right. Call in now, 877-381-3811. Folks, you learn things when I learn things. I see Lawrence Jones is joining Fox and Friends, and Lawrence Jones is as nice as they get. And so I want to congratulate him. You know, Brian Kilmeade 
is a real class hack. So I'm doing my 8 p.m. Sunday show, and I'm asked to do the Saturday show. And honestly, I'm worried about Brian. He's a friend of mine, and I want to make sure I'm not doing anything to harm his career. And so over the course of a period of time, there were discussions back and forth, and I'll leave it at that, but Brian's now going to be airing on Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time following my show. And I think that's a fantastic one-two punch, Mr. Producer, don't you? So it's a great honor for me to have Brian with me on Saturday nights on our one-two team. And he's the nicest guy in the world, too. There were a handful of people who congratulated me when I expanded our program from once to twice on the weekends. Actually, I didn't. Suzanne Scott did, and she's fantastic, too. Brian Kilmeade was one of them. Of course, Brother Hannity. And the third one, there may have been one or two other, but the the only ones I remember was Jesse Waters. Who's another fantastic guy. And really... uh, just has a lot of class. So, I just wanted to point that out. Most of the accolades came from people like you, you folks out there. And, uh, you know, people from everyday life. And I just want to thank all of you very, very much. By the way, Mr. Producer, did Colby Hall, did Colby Hall, a.k.a. Colin Hall, Did he even mention it? You know, I'm desperate to be mentioned by Mediocreite over there, which is founded by Dan Abrams. You can't miss Dan Abrams. He is the Jerry Seinfeld of the courtroom. Plus, he uses that crazy glue or gorilla glue to to glue that squirrel on top of his head. You know, he's as bald as a cue ball. And there's nothing wrong with that. But why hide it? I don't. But Colby, well, Colby and I don't get along. And there's really one major reason for this. He's a dumbass, that's why, Mr. Producer, wouldn't you say? Plus, they rip off this Media Matters. Now, Media Matters is bad enough. You know, that's a Soros operation that has as its purpose to destroy the First Amendment, free speech, and anybody who disagrees with a Democrat. That's why they exist. Apparently, Mediocre exists to promote the hapless career of Joe Scarborough. Oh, and to attack Fox, too. Colby Hall. I've never talked to this reprobate. And why should I? Learned a long time ago, don't reach down. Have you heard that phrase, Mr. Producer? I only reach down to slap around the reprobates. That's all. Other than that, I don't reach down main reason is I don't even know what that means quite frankly so I'll be on Hannity tomorrow night I'll be on my own new show Saturday night 8 p.m. Eastern I'll be on my own Sunday show Sunday 8 p.m. Eastern but I also will be on Fox and Friends Sunday 
Fox and Friends Sunday. I love those guys. So it begins in earnest. Here we go. 16 long months, really too long. I've been itching to get this going and get it out, but it takes time. That's the nature of the beast. Do we have a caller? I mean, I got lots of news here, but do we have a really good caller I can go to, Mr. Producer? Mike, Washington, D.C., the great WMAL, or as we like to call it, WMAL. Get right ahead, please. The great one. How you doing? Very well, thank you. How are you, brother? Very well, thank you. All right, I'm calling back. I called her like a month ago leading up to her, and now it's official. We can go after her. The Secret Service Director, Kimberly Cheadle. She was assigned to Joe Biden's vice presidential detail from 2014 to 2016. She would have been at the meetings, on the planes, all the discussions, etc. She dispatched the people to pick up the gun in Delaware. How do you know? And that? then she left the Secret Service. How do you, hold on now. Slow down. You're making a direct allegation. How do you know she dispatched somebody to get the gun? That is supposedly the detail. The people that were sent to Delaware were sent by the supervising agent. Of I don't Biden. disagree that they ought to, they ought to uh, get testimony from some of these Secret Service uh, personnel as well as FBI personnel. I don't know what she did specifically, but I, don't, uh, I certainly don't have a problem with that. But they actually have a lot more than that. Uh, they have a lot more than that. I mean, so what? He sends somebody out to get the gun and dispatch it. That doesn't mean that Joe Biden was involved in a cover-up or obstruction because it was well known that Hunter Biden, certainly over the last many years, that Hunter Biden acquired a gun illegally. The question was, why wasn't anybody doing anything about it? But here's my problem with your point. Why would you go down that rabbit hole when you have issues that directly tie Joe Biden Number one, to Hunter Biden's activities. He didn't make a shekel. He didn't make a penny. That's not what the rule is. You don't have to make anything. But number two, I argue even bigger than all this, even though this is crucially important, is Joe Biden's actions on the border, Joe Biden's actions in defiance of Supreme Court orders, Joe Biden's actions as a dictator in violation of separation of powers and so forth and so on. These are obvious impeachable offenses to me particularly on the border, with what's coming across the border. This is an intentional policy that's killing Americans, killing Americans. So, you know, we can chase, uh, you know, Secret Service agent uh, who got the gun and who did this. I just don't think we should be, you know, going after that stuff when there's much bigger, bigger fish to fry, as they say. And by the way, sir, since you called back, it's your lucky evening. We will give you a free signed copy of the Democrat Party Hates America, first edition, uh, in the next week or so, because I have to sign them. And uh, I want to thank you very, very much, sir. Don't hang up. If you hang up, we can't get your address. Do we have another caller out there, Mr. Producer? The great WLS, where we're live in national, Dana, Crestville, Illinois. Where the hell that is, I'm sure it's very nice. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Very well, thank you. I just want to tell you it's an honor to speak to you. Thank you. And I can't believe I finally got through. Thank um, you. I love watching your show. 
um, on new, um, Fox News and that I love listening to you tonight. Thank you. And um, I am just We're not like, so late anymore now, you know. We're 5 to 8 p.m. We're live and national now. Right. On the great WLS. WLS has changed you from 5 to 8, too. Exactly. In, uh, in our area. I'm near oh, yeah. uh, Joliet, Illinois. Oh, I know where that is. Are you familiar is. with yep. that? Yes, Dave absolutely. Dave's Prison's right down the street. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's right. That's our, that's our, you know, anybody ask where I live, it's like, hey, bye, Stateville. I'm three but, blocks down from the prison. Yeah, before I used to get you, you know, after you've already done your show live. Right. So right. now they're putting you on from five to eight. Right. Now, how may I help you? Because I'm disabled and oh. I... Uh, the only enjoyment I get is when I listen to you. Aren't you sweet? Thank you. And I just appreciate you so much. I believe everything you say. I agree with everything you say. Wow. And I've... Well, I'll got- tell you what. Let me send you a copy of The Democrat Party Hates America. Do you like to read books? Oh, yes, definitely. I was a librarian for 30 years. Really? Now, you were a librarian before they put pornography and other filth in this kid's library. Oh, I know. Before all that, I would have never have gone for that. Isn't that sick? Yes, It's sick. You know, I'm old enough to remember, I hate to date myself, when there were great debates over whether there should be any kind of sex education in schools. And most people said no. That's up to the parents. Now, it's it's like... like, um, Books written by people in raincoats, if you get my drift. Yes, yes. Come over here, little elementary school student. Read this book. See the pictures? And then you say, you know what? That needs to come out. Oh, you're a book banner. Yeah, we ban those kinds of books. Ban them in our home, ban them in our schools. What the hell's wrong with that? All right, my friend, don't hang up. We'll get you a copy of the book, too. I love giving out these books. I can't give them out forever. But it's not forever yet. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Is your cell phone in desperate need of replacement? You know the signs, right? Short battery life, so you have to have a charger on hand. Cracked screen that gives you glass splinters. Ouch. It's time to put that old phone to rest and upgrade to a new 5G Samsung Galaxy from Pure Talk for free. Get a free 5G Samsung Galaxy with two-day battery life, edge-to-edge display, and ultra-strong Gorilla Glass. When you sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, text, and 15-gig data plan for just 35 bucks a month. Plus, it comes with mobile hotspot. Get all the data you could ever need for half the price of the big carriers on America's most dependable 5G network. Make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. Just dial pound 250 and say Mark Levin for your free, super durable 5G Samsung Galaxy when you switch to Pure Talk. Dial pound 250, say Mark Levin. Pure Talk, simply smarter wireless. You know, it's funny. I guess it was two nights ago I went over the impeachment clause. I went over the history of impeachment, the language, treason, bribery, high crimes and misdemeanor, what it meant, what it meant to the founders. Excuse me, the framers, what it meant to the ratifiers, with some ambiguity, no doubt. Uh, 
And I talked about, and I even did it tonight, three nights in a row, the impeachable offenses committed by Joe Biden. They really have nothing to do with Hunter. Now, don't get me wrong. There's those two. Again, for the 10th time, there's those two. And they're very, very important. But I think we need to broaden the argument here, because when you have an open border and do the sorts of things that are happening and it's intentional and a violation of federal law, that's an impeachable offense. In fact, that's clearly an impeachable offense. Well, I just saw a backbencher regurgitate or heard a backbencher, not really see it, regurgitate that. And that's good. We're getting these arguments out now. There was another backbencher earlier today. How do I know? I don't know. I don't watch or hear all this stuff. People write me constantly. So we are getting our message out. So I do want you to know that in addition to millions and millions of you, people inside the Beltway are in fact listening. And that's a good thing. And even if they read my book and cherry pick out of the book, I suppose that's a good thing too. The point is to advance the mission of liberty and constitutionalism. When I wrote the book American Marxism, these very same people would not use the word Marxism. It was, oh, the progressives, oh, the liberals, oh, the radicals. No, they're Marxists. It's an Americanized (laughs) formula or model of Marxism. And that's the way it is. Way back when, when I wrote the book Liberty and Tyranny, nobody wanted to call the other side tyrannical. It was crazy. I can actually remember, I've been doing this 21 years, I can remember, and you can too, Mr. Bruce, about 15 years ago, when I kept talking about, quote-unquote, the Republican establishment. I got pushed back from people like, who I like, Rich Lowry at National. What do they mean, Republican establishment? Remember all that, Rich? They're hilarious. Now it's common thought. That's why I think you listen to the show here. I don't follow all these other people. I don't need to. I don't want to. Republican establishment, and that's why John Boehner, of all the people he hated in media, he writes this barely literate book, and he attacks me. says, I led Rush and Sean, who... Prior to me, they were just so reasonable and rational. No, no, no. I didn't lead anybody. Rush was his own man. Sean is his own man. So how do you do with that? No, people come to conclusions after enough experience, and that was the conclusion. Where am I? Give me some help, Mr. Producer. Which one? Are you there? Good God. I do have to admit, though, the Republicans under Trump, they were pipers. They were pipers compared to these drunken Marxists who are spending like hell. I'll be right back. Have you gotten your letter from the IRS yet? These last few years have not been easy on the American family. And with tax season finally arriving, there'll be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them. Well, America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-806-1299. Hello, 800-806-1299. And you'll be in touch with the America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS 
and help put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-806-1299. That's 800-806-1299 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Levin. Again, 800-806-1299 or AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash L-E-V-I-N. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post. Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, Kaylin Collins doesn't strike me as too intelligent, but most of these reporters don't. She works for CNN. She used to work for, was it Breitbart or somebody, Mr. Reduce? Somebody like that. Or the Daily Caller. But much like this Robert Costa guy who used to work at National Review and all, they realized that if you really want to make it in journalism, you've got to be a Democrat Party hack and an intellectual fraud. And so Caitlin does fit the bill. Now, she's interviewing Mike Waltz. Mike Waltz is extremely intelligent. He's a combat veteran. He's a member of the House. Um, and so it's really not a fair match, quite frankly. But nonetheless, here we go. Constipated News Network yesterday. Cut seven, go. But for you yourself, when you're talking about the evidence that you say you've seen, and for those listening at home, have you seen anything that directly ties President Biden and shows that he profited from his son's foreign business dealings? We have his son complaining to his relatives about how many of his father's bills he's having to pay with these illicit gains. Have you uh, we seen have direct evidence that President Biden profited? Wait a minute, wait a minute there, lady. He just gave you direct evidence. Those are Hunter Biden's words about his father. What do you mean? What, what does direct evidence mean to a low IQ phony journalist? What does that mean? You mean there's a body or something? I don't know what she means. That's direct evidence. That comes right off the laptop. That's an email from Hunter Biden. Now, of course, you don't need direct evidence, as I've said over and over and over again, but that's direct evidence. Go. I mean, but, but Caitlin, the point of the inquiry is to give us greater standing to get the full evidence. If we get full cooperation, if they say we have nothing to hide and give it to us, and we don't see anything, then that's where the facts lead us. So you're but saying right it may now, not lead to an actual like impeachment if you those. don't get more evidence. We see, need part to... of the problem is, America, that Caitlin Collins has never read the Constitution. She's never actually read the impeachment clause. She certainly hasn't gone beyond that and looked at any of the scholarship or information, texts, what the framers said about impeachment. I guess she's unfamiliar with past impeachments. Andrew Johnson was impeached. 11 articles. 11 articles. Direct evidence, they claimed, 
that he violated the a statute about the appointment and removal of presidential appointees. They clearly violated the Constitution, that is the statute. But nonetheless, that's mostly what he was impeached for. So what do they mean, direct evidence? What kind of direct evidence do you need? I'll give you one, Caitlin. This is why I keep telling these guys, you gotta, you got to go broader. Don't reject, don't abandon what you've uncovered. That's crucial, and keep pursuing it for the 15th time. But there's more out there. I'll give you some direct evidence. The border. How many people have died from the open border? How many women have been enslaved as a result of the open border? How many children and women have been molested? How about that? That's direct evidence, don't you think, Caitlin Collins? No, she wouldn't buy that. No, Kevin McCarthy at a press conference today. Boy, he's really hammering away. Like this guy, Gates. I don't think Gates is a conservative. I know people say he is. I just think he's more of a gadfly. He's more of a stir-the-pot guy. I really don't see him as a conservative. I don't see him as accomplishing a damn thing. I'm not opposed to a shutdown. I've lived through them. When I worked in the Reagan administration, we lived through six of them. But you got to have a reason that makes sense. They can't even get a bill of particulars. I asked Chip Roy about it. They don't have a bill of particulars. I asked Kevin McCarthy about it. He says, I've been waiting for a bill of particulars. So this is stupid in some ways. If you need to shut the government down to stop the Senate... And to stop the radicals, I got it. But you got to explain to the American people exactly what you're doing. Because a lot of people are not understanding. Including these various conservative organizations that are created within the Republican caucus. Who apparently are not in agreement on something. Well, how do you fix that? How do you negotiate with that? That's part of the problem. You need a united front, but you have to have a united front that stands for something. I hope our friends at CPI are paying attention. My old buddy Jim Dement. I'm sure he's got an invisible hand here. Jim, you gotta, you got to get your people to get organized here. Or this guy I've never met, Roberts, at the Heritage Foundation. I don't know a whole lot about him, but he likes to play Washington politics now. And If these guys are going to play the game, they really got to get good at it. Because right now it's... It's very difficult to see what exactly they're fighting. I know. Cut the spending 100%. But what are the other priorities? You can't have 10 of them. Chip and Roy and I discuss this. They understand you can't have three, four, five, six priorities. You've got to have one or two and get behind them. All right, I'm done explaining to these guys how to do their jobs. Kevin McCarthy at a press conference today. Another reporter. Another CNNer. I think it's, uh, is it Raju uh, Hanu? What is it? AP, excuse me. All the same to me. Associated, depressed. Cut eight, go. Congressman Issa said, came out and said that, that both Chairman Jordan and Comer were not able to present anything that was an impeachable offense at this point. Is that an assessment that you share? You know, where impeachment inquiry is not impeachment. So what impeachment inquiry is to do is to get answers to questions. Are you concerned about all the stuff that was just recently learned? Do you have any concern? Have you asked the White House any questions? Okay. Do you agree that, do you believe the president lied to the American public when he said he'd never talked to his son 
about business dealings? Yes or no? It's all right. You, you can't answer that? Do you believe when they said the president went on conference calls? Do you believe that happened? That's what the testimony Okay. Says, yeah. Do you believe the president went to Cafe Milano and had dinner with the, with the clients of Hunter Biden, who believes he got those clients because he was selling the brand? Okay. Do you believe Hunter Biden, when you saw the video of him driving a Porsche, that he got $143,000 to buy that Porsche the next day? Do you believe the $3 million from the Russian oligarch that was transferred to the shell companies that the Bidens controlled after the dinner from Cafe Milano took place? Okay, then I go back. Do you think the president lied that he, when he said... impeachable is lying and impeachable. Well, you want, you want to know... I'm not saying impeachment. All I'm saying is I would like to know answers to these questions. The American public ought to know, and that's what impeachment inquiry provides. Lying can be an impeachable offense, not in and of itself. But if a president's lying when he is making it possible for somebody, not even a family member, to make multi-millions of dollars, that's an impeachable offense. You can't use your office to benefit another individual like that. You can't sell your office. These are exactly the kind of violations of public trust that framers of the Constitution were talking about. Exactly. So Hakeem Jeffries, who's another constitutional illiterate and a radical Marxist, yes, he is. Here's what he has to say about all this. Cut nine, go. With respect to President Biden, there is no evidence, not a shred of evidence, that President Biden engaged in wrongdoing. There that's, is not a how, shred. that's how the Democrats are going to play this. So for them, it's okay. For them, it's perfectly fine that Joe Biden was complicit in all these activities with Hunter Biden and then plays rope-a-dope like he doesn't know anything. He doesn't know anything. He didn't see anything. He didn't hear anything. He didn't say anything. The golf outings, the meetings overseas, the Air Force Two flights, the staff to staff meetings, the partner to staff meetings between Hunter Biden's business partners and his vice presidential staff. All these, these shell corporations where all his family's making millions and millions of dollars. And all the rest of it. Hakeem Jeffries wants you to believe this is just the way it works. There's no problem here. Not a shred of evidence, the man says. Not a shred of evidence of anything. And in fact, they say that Republicans are going to really hurt themselves if they go this way. So why are they opposed to it then? If there's not a shred of anything there... And the Republicans are going to screw themselves. Why are they so animated and objecting to this? And now they're trying to push out Biden, perhaps? Perhaps? The Democrats are liars. They lie about anything and everything. Big things and small things. They're liars. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. You know, sleep, especially as you get older, is so critical, especially that deep, comforting sleep. Go to helixsleep.com, H-E-L-I-X sleep.com, and take the sleep quiz. I took it and was matched to the Midnight Lux. Helix knows that everyone's unique. 
So they have several different mattress models to match your body type and sleep preferences. Once you match, your mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. They have a 10-year warranty, and Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans. So a great night's sleep is never far away. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. So go to helixsleep.com slash Levin, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash L-E-V-I-N, and use code HELIXPARTNER20. That's HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long, folks. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Ron DeSantis, America's governor. Why do I call him America's governor? Is there a better governor? Abbott's a great governor. No question about that. There's a couple others out there. Christy Noem's a great governor. America's governor is Ron DeSantis. I want to read something to you from the Miami Herald on the eve before Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year. Florida police arrest neo-Nazi. They say he violated the state's new public nuisance law. You will never read that in any other state. Police say that a neo-Nazi and member of an extremist group was arrested Tuesday after hanging swastikas and other anti-Semitic banners on a bridge near Orlando, a violation of Florida's new public nuisance law, and that they are searching for three more suspects. In other words, this is public land. You don't get to put your neo-Nazi crap on public land. If you want to tattoo your forehead with a swastika, go for it. If you want to walk around with a swastika on your t-shirt, go for it. You may get your ass beaten, but go for it. It's okay. But you're not going to use public grounds in order to do that. Just hanging stuff. The law signed by Governor Ron DeSantis in April, I don't know that any other state has done this, prohibits people intentionally displaying or projecting messages on a property without the written consent of its owner. In this case, the government. DeSantis has said it gives law enforcement agencies a new tool to stop perpetrators of anti-Semitic incidents and those who target religious communities. And what's happening in Florida is the neo-Nazis are starting to take up positions because of the now large Jewish community in Florida. In South Florida, um, towards Miami, in the Palm Beach area, among others, um, Boca Raton, parts of Orlando, and so forth and so on. So what these neo-Nazis are doing is they're specifically going to these locations. And they are placing their, you know, their Nazi swastika signs and other stuff on people's cars, in parking lots, on people's private property. In Florida, at the direction of governor, the legislature there passed a law and said, no, you're not going to do that. That's not the First Amendment. There is a First Amendment. You want to march down the street and say stuff? Go for it. But this is private property or other forms of property. And you are not free to do that. We want to thank Governor DeSantis for his support of law enforcement and for signing HB 269, giving us the tools to arrest this hate-filled radical. 
said the FDLE Commissioner Mark Lass. Today's arrest demonstrates Florida's commitment to protecting residents from attention-seeking extremists. There's lots of video out there, and that's what they do. They take this video, and they're stopping traffic. And, you, you know, Orthodox Jews, not all, but most, with the long beards and the dress, certain types of clothing, but also Orthodox Jews wearing their yarmulkes and so forth, they're being brutally harassed. People getting right in their face, calling them the usual names and so forth. And so the governor said, I, I got to put an end to this. That's not free speech. Now, Brown's arrest affidavit says that an agent of the Florida Department of Law Enforcement observed an online video showing members of the hate group dressed in black or military-style camo affixing signs and banners along the Darrell Carter Parkway Bridge near Orlando on June 10. According to the agent, Brown and another person were observed affixing a swastika flag to the bridge. Other individuals installed a flag and a banner in support of white power and other racist messages. The agent noted that an officer with the Orange County Sheriff's Office who was at the location on June 10 witnessed Brown and so forth. Isn't it interesting? This story is not covered by The View. It's not covered by Joe Scarborough, who hates DeSantis. Because DeSantis is everything Joe Scarborough wanted to be but could not. In fact, it's not covered at all by MSNBC or CNN. I don't even know if it's been covered by Fox. I hope so. I believe so. I wish so. It's been covered by me. I guess I'm Fox, right, Mr. Producer? But all that said, I don't see it on Mediocre, right? New York Times, Washington Post, Media Matters, haven't seen it there. I haven't seen Joe Biden denounce any of this. So here's DeSantis, who's attacked as a racist. Even an anti-Semite, if you can believe that. They try and character train him. And he gets this law passed. He sees this growing within the community, these various Florida Jewish communities. Brings his lawyers together and says, look, we got to come up with something that's constitutional. But that confront this and address this before it gets out of control. And so the media ignore it completely, except for the Miami Herald here, to their credit. DeSantis has also told the CBS Evening News, we have to protect this border. There's so much crime, so many drugs coming across, killing American citizens. These drug cartels are getting a foothold in all of our cities. Women are being sold into sex slavery. Children are being sold into sex slavery. So on CBS Evening News, he says the next president has to be willing to use the military against the Mexican cartels. Nor O'Donnell, would you commit U.S. troops to taking out these Mexican cartels? He says, yes. Those situations will have deadly force authorized if needed. Would you send missiles into Mexico? Notice not one question. Not one question that has as its basis or purpose. Any concern about the American side of the border? None. You're going to shoot migrants coming across the border, she says? 
He says cartel members, yes. But look where she goes with this. He wants to use the military to protect the sovereignty of the United States, the interior of the United States, the drug cartels, and all the rest are involved. And look, look, look where they go with it. I'll be right back. Are you an individual or business owner facing the heavy burden of back taxes, levies, or wage garnishments? Life's challenges, especially those brought on by the economic impact of COVID-19 and inflation, can take a toll on your financial well-being. Now, the IRS has eliminated over a billion dollars in tax penalties and interest for back taxes. America First Tax Group is here to help you claim your share of these billions in tax relief before the IRS can claim the government share and clamp down. Call them now, 800-806-1299. The IRS has people working to collect your money, but it's time to turn the tables, folks. America First Tax Group is a full-service tax boutique that puts clients first. They understand the stress of dealing with tax problems, and they will be your guide through the process. Don't wait. Time is of the essence. Call America First Tax Group. Here's the number, 800-806-1299, 800-806-1299, or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Levin. Mark Levin, America's tyranny hunter. Call in now, 877-381-3811. All right, Mr. Producer. All right, Mr. Call Screener. It's time. It's time! Isn't that what the UFC guy says? Yes, it is. All right, let's get a call. Who do you recommend? XM Satellite Mike, Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Cape Girardeau, Missouri. That sure sounds familiar, obviously. Go right ahead, please, Mike. Good evening, Mark. Mm-hmm. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. First off, I'd like to say that thank you for giving a shout-out to us truck drivers every evening at the end of your show. Thank you. I appreciate well, that. Thank God for you, folks. To you. appreciate that, too. Thank you, sir. But the reason I called the reason I called is several years ago, as I was trucking down the highway, and it gets boring at times, trust me. But I just had regular radio, just standard AM, FM, and I was flipping through the channels, and, you know, as you go on down the road, sooner or later, you're going to lose that channel. Right. But I came across this one station, just looking for something to listen to, and I heard this unique-sounding voice. <laughs> and so so I, I was intrigued. This is back in during one of the Obama administrations. Right. Um, so I was intrigued. So I thought, well, I'll listen to this guy. And... uh I kept listening and listening. I'm thinking, well, man, this guy's saying everything that I've been thinking. Mm-hmm. Who in the hell is this guy? Mm-hmm. A few minutes later, I heard Mark Levin. That's it. And I tell you, sir, I've been a I've been a big fan of you ever since. You're the reason I got Sirius XM. Well, I want to thank you. That's the Patriot Station. We love our satellite station in Sirius. XM, and they've been with us a very, very long time, and we reach an awful lot of people with them. And I want to thank you uh, for driving from one end of the country to the other, which is a monumental task. I'm sure people realize that it's just not easy, and it gets much more difficult as each month goes by, much more costly. The regulations, when I watch one of these big 18-wheeler drive-by with all those different numbers 
on the side, this state, the federal government, all the regulation, just to be able to drive a truck. It's really appalling. And I want to thank you, my friend. And let me ask you a question. Would you like a copy, signed copy of the Democrat Party Hates America? Or would you like an audio since you're driving a truck? Well, I would take a hard cover if you got it. No, I would not like it. I would love it. Well, you're very kind. Very kind. I appreciate it. We will send you a signed copy. So do not hang up so we can get your address, please. Don't hang up. I love calls like this. I love to hear how people came across the program. I really do. Because if I don't hear from you, I have no idea how that happens. And we have such a huge audience on so many platforms. Whether it's satellite or podcasting, live streaming. People download the app, Mark Levin Show app or the iHeartRadio app. or Good old-fashioned talk radio. AM and in some places FM. We're on an incredible number of platforms with incredible number of listeners. And by the way, not just in the country, all over the world. We get calls from time to time. I am blessed. I cannot thank you enough. And that is why I do not abuse this platform. Try to be entertaining. I like to have fun. But I am not going to sit here day after day and BS you. And I'm not going to sit here day after day like a comic book character. No, and that's also why I think we have such a very close relationship, because I tell you what I think, and you know I'm not screwing around. And when I tell you what I think, it's not because I want to get into your good graces, it's because this is what I think. Who's next, Mr. Producer? KSNT, Tucson, Arizona, Matthew. How are you? We love Tucson, Arizona here. You got that international gem show. I love it. Go right ahead, please. Um, hey, I just wanted to bring up uh, the fact that, you know, I don't see it talk too much about the hypocrisy of, you know, them calling us fascist, uh, well, most Republicans and conservatives fascists when they themselves are doing the exact thing that they're calling us uh, mm. about and stuff like that. And, uh, for example, like today when they did the, uh, the inquiry uh, announcement, uh, you know, the White House sent out a memo, you know, telling the news uh, media to start scrutinizing uh, mm-hmm. the Republicans' uh, false claims and stuff like that. So uh, I don't know. Well, I don't, I don't, think I don't know. I mean, we talk about this endlessly to the point where I try to get on to other things. I don't want to come on the show every day and say the Democrats call us what they are i mean how long does that take but i do understand your point which is that they're hypocrites and that they try to project upon us who they are i got it believe me now don't hang up my friend we want to get you a copy of the democrat party hates america too geez i'm not going to run out of books the first two or three nights am i mr producer i got that all right let's go to john in Bowie, maryland some people would have said Bowie, but I know it's Bowie. The great WMAL. John, how are you? Yes, sir. The great one. Thank you so much for taking my call. Thank you, um, sir. I originally called in. I've had your phone number in my phone for quite some time. I didn't know if I'd ever get a chance to talk to you. I really appreciate listening to you because you got it all together, let me tell you. 
uh, I, you, when you get revved up, I mean, I really love to hear you talk. But the reason why I called tonight was to find out tomorrow's the day I'm going to order the 10 bucks from Amazon. So oh. I figured I better call and find out if there was a promo code. And if there's not, I understand. But the thing is, I just wanted to do the right thing, but I'm going to order 10 books. But because I got a lot of, of books here in Maryland. And, you know, and you, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but it's only fair because you know what? They say that Maryland is a democratic state, but everybody I talk to mm-hmm. is pro GOP. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the other and a few minutes ago you mentioned DeSantis, and my question regarding him is: What is the real rift between him and Trump? Why can't these two people sit down and talk together? Well, I'll tell you why, and I'll be perfectly blunt with you. President Trump believes that he is the leader for the nominee of the party. And he wants people who he supported to support him. Governor DeSantis says, yes, you supported me. But I supported you for your reelection to the presidency and helped you win Florida. So... They're going at it that way and so forth. But look, this too shall pass. I don't like the name calling. Uh, I've told the president and his people that before, but you see how far that gets me. I don't like it because I do know this. And I think this is your point, John. The Republican establishment, the media, the never Trumpers, um, they love the battle between the two conservatives. That's why they like Christie. That's why they bring John Sununu on their pro- or Chris Sununu, I guess, on their programs all the time. Christie's at around two to four percent. The amount of coverage he gets way outweighs his relevance. And they use these guys to trash the top conservatives. The media do. All kinds of media do. So I get your point. But sometimes these things are pretty tough, and as much as we'd wish one way, uh, it doesn't always go that way. And I want to thank you very, very much, John. That's very kind of you. There is no code. There is a discount right now on Amazon. I'm hoping we can push this book to number one so they increase the discount. Uh, But we're going to need a lot more people involved in order to do that. So don't hang up. We're going to send you at least one that is signed. Uh, And I want to thank you again, John. God bless you, my friend. Do I owe you anything, Mr. Producer? I don't think so. No. Let's see if we can slip one more in here. Let's go to Joanne, New Rochelle, New York. WABC, how are you? Oh, thank thank you, God. You picked... Oh, my God, I can't believe it. I was afraid I wouldn't get in again. I've been trying every night forever. I'm sorry. And Mark Levin, the great one. Oh, my God. No, the great one. I just love it. I, You know, I follow Sean, too, <laughs> but I follow you, and now I'm going to see you on Saturday night, too. I ha- I get. I follow you from 6 to 9 every night. Thank oh, you. I do. I do. I'm just, I, I am so impressed and so amazed because, you know, like the previous caller said, you do have it all together. And I think you're one of the, I tell everybody, though, I, I have gotten my kids, my, they're older than my kids, you know, they're in their 40s. 
and I've got men hooked on you. My daughter goes nuts for you. I have my um, my friends. I hook them. And I used to be on radio talk shows. I used to go on the ones in New Rochelle, um, WVOX. That's out now. Mm-hmm. That, um, so, and I was there daily because I had a friend that was on the station all the time. And, and I would just say to people, do you know... Does anyone uh, need to speak to Mark Levin, please? I mean, that's who you have to be listening to, rather. <laughs> and um, because he is, and this, and no lie, and no lie, I'm not going to say this to, I don't have to, uh, no one's paying me to say this. You're not paying me to say it, certainly, but I say he's the brightest man I know. That well, is you're fact. very smart. And I laughed one night when I heard you say that. You said that you, one night you said you and your wife were the only smart, good, smart attorneys, smart attorneys, or the, no, no, you said the smartest attorneys. And you I included did? your wife in there, and I like that. That was great. Excellent. I, 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 I'd I mean, say she is. I don't know about me. Well, Joanne, let me say this. We got to go. You're very, very kind. Don't hang up. Very sweet. Boy, I should take calls more often, shouldn't I, Mr. Producer? And uh, let's get our wonderful friend Joanne. He signed copy of the Democrat Party Hates America. You all can get... You actually can get a signed copy, a premiere at the website there. I'm really not going to promote this for the next few weeks, but you know how to use the Internet. Uh, but you can get the, uh, the, I guess it's 40% off, 38% off, whatever it is on Amazon right now if you go over there. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. Folks, honestly, now's the time to pull the trigger if you want to grab a copy. If the Democrat Party hates America, now's the time. The book's out Tuesday. The big uh, discussion begins tomorrow night with Hannity. It's right sitting there on Amazon.com. And uh, I hope you jump in. Now's really the time. All right, here's Ron DeSantis on CBS Evening News last night with Nora O'Donnell. Cut 16, go. Would you commit... U.S. troops to taking out these Mexican cartels. We are going to lean in and we are going to defend our country. And so I was at the border in Arizona. So there was one part where there was a stretch of wall. These guys are working on the base of the of the of the wall. I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, well, we're repairing. And I'm like, what happened? Said the cartels can cut through. I mean, these are big steel beams and they're cutting through. And yet they're being allowed to come in to our country. They got backpacks on with fentanyl and all this stuff. So in those situations, um, yes, we will have deadly force authorized. Would you send missiles into Mexico? We would 
would use all available. And the tactics, I think, are, are can be debated. If you have something you want to accomplish, people would brief you on the different ways to be able to do it. So that would be dependent on the situation. But I think you're right, totally... Launching military forces into Mexico is a much different standard. That's why I'm well, asking this be, question. But, but the reality is they are overrunning our border. They're sex trafficking, they're human trafficking, and they're bringing in massive quantities of drugs. I mean, our country is being invaded. Stop and right hurt. there. Now watch how little she gives a damn about any of that. Go ahead. The question is, do we just throw up our hands and do we say there's nothing we can do about it? Or does a leader take action? Because I'll tell you but this. Is it a border? Con- is it you said stone cold dead? And when you said that, that made me think this is more than a border patrol issue. It is. Yeah, I'm going to have the military at the border 100 percent. I mean, if they're trying to break through the wall, we will have deadly force authorized to be able to stop that. I mean, if to someone, shoot migrants coming across the border, cartel members. I mean, you, you have to identify them as being hostile. I mean, if there's a if there's a woman with a baby, they're not a cartel member. They're, there's not going to be authorization to just shoot somebody like that. See how much empathy and sympathy she has for Americans, for women who are sold into sex trafficking. Same with children. Somebody needs to send her a copy of the movie Sound of Freedom. She showed absolutely zero concern about any of this. Just trying to trap Ron DeSantis on tactical issues related to using the military to stop the drug cartels, which in Mexico are militia. Better armed than the Mexican army. Armed by the communist Chinese. Fentanyl coming into our country, killing our people. Did she show any concern about that on CBS Evening News? Not once. Ladies and gentlemen, we salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel. Our truckers, the freedom fighters in Ukraine and Taiwan. And folks, here we go. Come join me. I'm with you. Now's the time. The Democrat Party hates America. See you soon.